0: some exciting news and updates from the cybersecurity insurance front. We'll discuss what this means for MSPs on today's program. You're entering the MSP Zone, a podcast for the managed services community, covering news, analysis, and interviews from around the globe. Elevate your MSP game by staying in the MSP Zone. And now, your host, Charles Weaver. Spring is in the air. It's good to see warmer weather, for most of you, that is. Uh, And MSPs continue to progress and do uh, fantastic work in keeping us all safe from cybersecurity threats. And one of the tools that MSPs leverage very heavily in recent years is cybersecurity insurance. And we've been talking a lot about cybersecurity insurance off and on for the last decade, it seems like. And uh, we're gonna talk today about current events, things that I think are really interesting that um, we're seeing happen from across multiple cybersecurity insurance carriers. We're gonna talk about what that means for you guys, what it means for them, the the insurance industry, we're doing a lot of work, actually, uh, within the MSP Alliance community these days. We're going to give you a little bit of an update on that. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what we've got in store for today. So to set the stage for today's uh, discussion, the it's no secret that uh, insurance companies over the last two years, at least, uh, were really... Um, uh, paying out a lot of claims or receiving inbound claims from companies claiming to be MSPs. We'll talk about that in a moment. And these were claims that were mostly centered around ransomware events. So either the MSP, quote unquote, I'm using my air quotes, either the service provider or the service provider's customer was impacted by a ransomware payment, a ransomware Uh, event and a claim was submitted and that's what we're talking about and and multiple carriers right all the big ones we don't have to name them all um report and these are all you know well reported documented in the news in the mainstream news not tech channels so very little uh, outside of maybe the msp lines covering this type of thing um, not that we're special, just not it doesn't get picked up a lot by the uh, the tech channel uh, publications, and the these cybersecurity carriers were really getting hammered, um, and they started to. Some of them started to withdraw from the MSP market because they said, "Wow, we, we really don't know what our risk exposure is here. We don't know who's an MSP and who isn't, or worse still, if if all these companies are claiming to be MSPs, then these MSPs are really horrible." I mean, they, they were going through a lot, and, and we were getting firsthand, you know, feedback from from some of them about what their what their perceived exposure was, um, and then. Inevitably, when this type of thing happens, you see what you see cl- uh, premiums go up, and we've been seeing that for the last twelve months. So uh, I, I can tell you a lot of our members have have reported fairly significant um, increases in their cybersecurity uh, premiums. Now this will be different than let's say a general liability business, you know, maybe a, a workers' comp. Um, um, property liability things like that uh, are going to be you know maybe a little bit different, but s- talking cyber security coverage exclusively here, premiums have been going up uh, and and globally as well, and and so it's in that in that context that we're talking today about some some exciting I think they're exciting uh, events coming out of the cybersecurity insurance community that i think bode really well for the msp's uh, all over the world and i think that this is this is the the turn the curve if, that we're getting over in terms of uh, turning the corner of of dealing with this cybersecurity ransomware uh, campaign that we have been witnessing over the last two years, um, including you know, the, the full year of the pandemic, which saw a lot of ransomware, a lot of cybersecurity attacks, um, leveraging the, you know, the the taking advantage, I should say, of the pandemic and and different, you know, governments, different organizations, you know, spending a lot of time focused on that. And maybe taking a little bit of their eye off the ball in terms of cybersecurity. Um, I'm sure that is not aimed at any of the MSPs. It's aimed at end user organizations, um, who who is their real target. But anyway, cybersecurity carriers definitely have taken hits. They've been paying out claims. They've been receiving claims. They don't know who the MSPs are. Um, they they hear, "I'm an MSP. I need cybersecurity." But they don't really know. They don't know what maturity level that "quote unquote" MSP is operating at. They don't know if they're a secure MSP or an unsecure MSP. Um, they just have no visibility, and so they've been trying to get, you know, information. How you know they've been trying to educate themselves. How do we ask better questions on our applications? How do we assess and and properly assign risk categories? Which is what. All the insurance companies do um, for a living is, is they assign and create risk categories to place their insured clients into those buckets, so that they can properly assign them, you know, the right insurance premium, the right coverage, and make sure that they don't get, um, you know, put out of business through claims that uh, that that soak them. So, what we're seeing right now is a huge, when I say huge, I mean a huge influx of insurance actors. I'm gonna explain what actors means. Over the last maybe six months, and it's accelerated in the last two or three months um, to the point now where we're getting calls maybe on a weekly basis from an insurance actor. Um, what I mean by actor is, it could be a broker, it could be a risk group, it could be an actual carrier, it could be a cybersecurity startup that is bundling some sort of cybersecurity solution plus insurance. The point is, is that the insurance community is moving, and they're moving fast. And I'm going to say a couple things related to that. What what are they moving on, and, and why are they moving fast? They're, they're moving Quickly, because they see an opportunity in the market. Number one, they see an opportunity where premiums are going up, and they understand MSPs can't operate without effective cybersecurity insurance. They just can't. I mean, it's it's built into our standard, the the MSP Verify. It's 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 the that's the actually the only standard that actually requires insurance uh, that I'm aware of, but the. You know, it is a standard and a best practice for for operating, practicing MSPs. The premiums have been going up, as we've just discussed, and these new players are saying, we could do a better job, and if we do a better job, that's an opportunity for us to disrupt the market and to be competitive. And I think that that's the exciting thing that I hope continues, because we've got, with this many inbound parties saying, we want to approach MSPs. We want to revisit how we are approaching and categorizing and assigning risk to these MSPs and to their customers. That is a very exciting uh, opportunity for us all. And it's a very uh, over, how should I say this? Long overdue. We've been waiting for this for over a decade, and you know when when the MSP Alliance first went out to the uh, Lloyd's of London Group um, back in two thousand seven. It was late two thousand seven to start uh, discussions with them about the what would become the first MSP Alliance uh, insurance program at the time. There weren't a, a lot. There weren't many. If if. Uh, yeah, there just weren't many companies, insurance co- writers, who were interested. They didn't get it. They didn't understand it. And true, MSPs w- maybe weren't as prominent back then as they are today. Fair enough. But uh, the, the, the point is that the cybersecurity insurance carrier, when I say carrier, these are companies that actually write the policies. They're, they're, they're actually doing the insuring, right? So you have the brokers, you have the underwriters, the people who do the processing, but you have the carriers who are actually the, the, the companies that issue the policy. You know, they, they're the ones that um, are, are coming up to speed and wanting to better understand the role the MSP plays, and specifically... Now, there's there's two facets here. One is understanding the role of the MSP. Understanding the role of the MSP as its own risk center, meaning the MSPs are targeted because they represent and they stand in between the bad actors and their customers, right? So the MSPs are the 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 front door, the barricade, the alarm system, the whatever you want to call it. They're they're in the middle fighting against the bad things that want to get in and steal all the, the good people's data. So they want to understand what what risk the MSPs have so they can write cybersecurity insurance for the MSPs, right? That's number one. Number two, these carriers want to understand an even bigger opportunity, even bigger than the MSPs, is the customer that the MSP services. Because if they can understand the role of the MSP and they can assign it more accurate risk profile, then they can do the same by extension to the customers receiving managed services from the MSP. You with me so far? If they can assign properly the right risk category for that MSP organization, then they can also, by extension, do the same for the MSPs' customers, and that means an order of magnitude of business that is far greater than just the selling to the MSPs. This should be a theme for those of you out there, students. Those of you who are long, uh, long students of the uh, um, of the MSP profession. The MSPs yet again are at the crossroads of importance in another industry. It shouldn't surprise anyone uh, out there who's who's studied managed services for any appreciable amount of time. MSPs are very important. That's why you guys are in such a thriving industry. Um, but the insurance industry is is really. This is going to be heating up in the next five years, in my opinion, three to five years. And and that's going to mean more products, more cybersecurity products. It's going to mean more channel programs. It's going to mean more business for the MSPs. It's going to be more protection for the MSPs and ultimately more protection to the customers buying the managed services from a properly secured and insured managed service provider. All really cool. Um, so the, the final thing that I wanted to just comment on, which is the inbound communications we're getting at the MSP Alliance from these companies is almost exclusively centered around the MSP verify program and its role in identifying risk categories for these carriers. What does that mean? Well, for those of you who don't know, the MSP Verify is a certification uh, report. So you receive, all these companies who go through the MSP Verify receive an MSP Verify report. It's a fairly lengthy report. It's signed by an audit firm, a, a char- certified public accounting firm who's who signs it. And it outlines all of the steps that the MSP takes in order to operate, to secure itself, to um monitor itself monitor its customers back up its data securely back up its data um, you know what type of insurance it has what type of contracts it has i mean it's a very detailed document it's a very detailed uh, certification process that they go through but the report is really valuable for customers to you know make better decisions about which msp they want to work with well it also it also has a same benefit to a insurance company who says, wow, I, I get more data from the MSP Verify report than I can from my own insurance application form. Think about that. That's why I think our phone's ringing off the hook right now is that all these insurance companies are finally waking up and realizing there is a far better way to figure out who, where the risk is and it will very quickly allow us to properly assess, assign, and and charge the right premium depending on what risk category this MSP happens to be in. And that's not rocket science. This is exactly what risk people do, it's what the insurance uh, actuarials do. But their. Their interest is in the MSP Verify. Now, I, I teased this a little bit at the beginning, um, and I'll go into a little bit more detail. The there's a community of of MSP Verified companies out there who get together on a regular basis. They've been getting together for years, you know, mostly at MSP World, but now they've they've kind of uh, started a, during the pandemic a more uh, formal online, you know, uh, monthly um, community and they have actually had they have some some good working group committees and there's one committee that's focused on the insurance sector so the the whole group um, is very interested in leveraging the MSP verify standard to globally bring down premiums for MSPs who are verified and number 2 raise awareness amongst the whole insurance community. I'm talking brokers, street-level brokers, um, the underwriters, the carriers themselves, everybody, so that they can understand generically what it means to be an MSP, the different types of MSPs that operate out there, what the general best practices ought to be, and how to quickly assess MSPs in order to properly assign them a risk category. And that has been a um, a focus of of this one committee that is doing really good work, um, and we're seeing really good results. and And they're reaching out to different carriers. They're doing a lot of educational work to help uh, bring that message to that community. And uh, so, I, I think that we can see over the next coming months some some more exciting developments uh, from the MSPs uh, in the insurance uh, sector. Um, I, I anticipate we'll have some important events and updates to announce uh, probably shortly and um yeah it's just it's just um exciting to see the 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 insurance world which represents non-technical non-IT channel business leaders really start to have a much better understanding of the MSP professional community and really starting to take this seriously. I, I feel like this is long overdue. I feel like it's finally arriving, and I, I'm i very excited about what the next several months and years um, will bring because once the MSP community, sorry, scratch that, once the insurance community is brought up to speed, there's going to be a whole nother layer of new business opportunities that that come from that to the MSPs, right? Once the insurance community understands how they can work profitably with the MSPs, you will see some really amazing things happen, probably coming from the financial sector, probably coming from the medical sector, but any other business community that also relies or interacts with insurance you're going to see some really cool movements and cool things happening. That's my prediction. Remember, remember, you heard it here first, but that's, that's what's going to happen. We first got to get through the insurance industry, make sure that that's all settled and, and, um, and they're fully on board, which I think it's going to matter of time before they all are. And this is going to go really fast. Once, once news spreads, and I think it is actively spreading right now amongst the insurance community, they're all going to be on board. You're all you're going to see your local brokers acting, um, you know, in this fashion, wanting to better understand uh, you, the MSP. And yeah, that's uh, that's our update for today because I think that's a really important coming of age, yet another coming of age uh, marker for the MSP community that is so important and another you know notch in our belt professionally. That takes us even closer to our goal of being viewed by the outside world as a true profession. As always, love your thoughts, your comments. Send us an email, uh, mspzone at mspalliance.com. Share your thoughts. If you want to be on the program, you want to share some of your insurance uh, stories or perspectives, we'd love to have you. Um, Until next time, this is Charles Weaver with the MSP Zone.